As we say farewell to one year and hello to the new year, it's always a time of reflection. What kind of person do I want to be this year? What are my goals, my dreams? Today, we are going to answer the question, what are the three gratitude rules that you should break in 2023? The answers are powerful and I think they're going to surprise you. So let's get started. Welcome to Gratitude Builds Fortitude, the podcast where we optimize gratitude and mindset to create a healthy, thriving body. It's time to say no to that list of three things and yes to gratitude on your own terms. I'm your host, Holly Bertone. You deserve love, happiness, and laughter. So let's get started. Hey there, sunshine, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Gratitude Builds Fortitude. I'm your host, Holly Bertone. I'm a breast cancer and autoimmune survivor turned certified natural health coach. And my mission is to help you optimize gratitude and mindset so that you can transform your overall health and wellness. Before we get started, I want to take a moment to thank you for being here and to acknowledge you for taking the time to listen to the Gratitude Builds Fortitude podcast and invest this time in yourself and your mindset. I know that the journey to better health can be a struggle, and I want to give you a shout out for taking this positive step in the right direction. Now, one of my core premises that I share all the time is that gratitude is not about making a list of three things. That instead, it's about a personalized approach and an inside-out transformation. This entire podcast is dedicated to this concept. And episode 24 goes into detail with, will you actually benefit from making a list of three things you're grateful for? So I'm not going to rehash something that I say all the time. And instead, I'm going to give you the top three gratitude rules that you should break in 2023. So let's unpack what those are and answer that powerful question of what should you be doing instead? Rule number one, gratitude is just for being grateful. Did you know that gratitude is for more than being grateful? I mean, yes, when you express gratitude, you're grateful. It's a whole thing, right? But if you're practicing gratitude just to be grateful, making the list, saying thank you, and you're grateful in the moment, But then that's all that there is. You're missing out on 98% of all the other things that gratitude can do for you. Anytime I hear someone say, oh, just be grateful, I cringe. Yes, Holly Bertone, gratitude coach, cringes every single time I hear someone say, oh, just be grateful because it's superficial and it's coming from a place of toxic positivity. And it's not giving gratitude the credit that it deserves. If gratitude isn't drastically, dramatically, profoundly changing your entire overall health and well-being, you are doing it wrong. It's not your fault because everyone focuses on the list of three things and no one teaches it from a holistic perspective. All right, so what does this look like? Let's say you do all the healthy things. You eat more fruits and veggies and minimize sugar and processed food. You minimize toxins. You sleep, you walk, you move, you do all the things. But if you don't address the stress in your life, then your body is going to be in a constant state of inflammation and disease. And this is one of the biggest reasons why you might be sick and exhausted all the time. When you're in a constant state of stress or a constant state of disease, that is what's dominant on your mind. Your mind is now focused on all the negative things going on, which then leads to more stress and more disease. But when you flip this upside down, When you start to rewire your brain to focus on things like gratitude and love and happiness and joy, it releases 
four types of happy hormones, the dopamine, endorphins, oxytocin, and serotonin. And it actually counters the stress response. Your parasympathetic nervous system gets turned on. Your rest and digest. When you change your gratitude, you change your brain. It has a downstream effect to the entire rest of your life. Your health, your relationships, your finances, everything. My experience is working with gratitude, not just because it's the best way to build fortitude and mental strength, because of that ripple effect of overall health and well-being, and especially when nothing else is moving the needle for you. And you might be thinking, okay, Holly, 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 of course I practice gratitude. I make the list I'm grateful for when, when I remember. I say thank you. I try to stay positive. If that's you, I want you to listen closely because I have a very direct question for you. Is it working? Are you actually seeing results other than maybe a warm and fuzzy feel good in the moment? This is why this is the number one gratitude rule to break. Scientific studies and research has shown that a regular gratitude practice may help you to exercise 33% more a week, add up to seven additional years to your life, be 16% less depressed, 20% less tired, lower your risk of diabetes by 10%. And gratitude is related to 23% lower levels of stress hormones, which translates to 10% fewer stress-related illnesses. Gratitude will change your brain, and it is the best way to break and reverse the disease cycle. And if you're still thinking, I'm already practicing gratitude, right? That's awesome. But if you aren't seeing tangible results, if it's just a feel good in the moment and that's it, it means that it's not working. And it's because you're doing it the wrong way. And it's okay. It's not your fault and you're not alone. But those who do it the right way, who practice gratitude from an inside out approach, so that they can see tangible results with their overall health and well-being. And if this is something that you're interested in learning more about, I'd like to invite you to my upcoming free webinar. It's called Navigating Difficult Times. It's actually an entire masterclass on how to stress less and gain your energy back so that you can get through the tough times with ease. And it's totally free. You can register at pinkfortitude.com slash difficult times pinkfortitude.com slash difficult times. And the link is also in the show notes. And when you use gratitude as something more than just being grateful, it has the power to reverse the cycle of disease and transform your entire life. I've seen it happen over and over again with my clients and my students. So the second gratitude rule to break in 2023 is that journaling is optional. If you're like most after your diagnosis, You take the advice to start a gratitude journal, which is awesome. And you're committed. So why is it you keep staring at a blank page? And I'm going out on a limb here and guessing you probably fall into one of three camps. You love the idea of journaling, but you're not consistent with it. Making gratitude lists don't work for you. Or you just downright hate to journal, but you know it's beneficial. So you feel kind of conflicted. Right? Spoiler alert. Gratitude lists, like this type of pressure on journaling, like it's failing us for a reason. Your journaling practice should be based on your unique personality strengths and not the way they tell you to do it. 
It should be super fun and easy and actually creating transformation and not just making a list. So let me ask you, are you the 10% of the population who should be doing their gratitudes as a part of a morning power hour? Are you in the 35% of the population who prefer to use a gratitude journal rather than a regular notebook? Are you in the 30% of the population who, and I say this with all sincerity, pretty much hates to journal and when you do, it looks like a squirrel on crack. (laughs) Or maybe you are in the 25% of the population who actually do thrive when making gratitude lists as, as a part of journaling, right? Making a list and journaling are great. Don't get me wrong. But why is it that I keep hearing over and over from you that you get inspired for the moment, but then it doesn't stick? It's because we're all different. Your personality strengths are your unique gifts. So no wonder gratitude journaling doesn't work for so many people. And I don't know about you, but I'd rather invest my time in something that's going to stick and be beneficial and work for me, right? What if you could start gratitude journaling based on your strengths and gifts and in a way that makes journaling fun and easy and sticky? You see, the biggest mistake most people make is they think that journaling, again, making that list of three things, three things in the morning, three things at night, it's the traditional guidance. And it's great. And it works for some people. But I hear this all the time in my community that it's not working. So why does gratitude journaling fail us? And not just gratitude, but specific to gratitude journaling. This type of journaling, it can help with depression, anxiety, trauma. It can help you to boost your memory and concentration. And it can help you to achieve your goals. There was a 2006 study that looked at 100 young adults who studied with depression and anxiety. And they looked at the effects of journaling 15 minutes a day, 15, one, five. 80% of these individuals did not journal about their feelings. They just journaled randomly, whatever came up for them. And they still saw a significant decrease in these negative emotions. There's a direct correlation between the hands and the brain. Something magic happens when you put pen to paper. And there's studies that have shown students who write their notes in class, perform better than the students who type their notes. And think about just life in general. When do your best ideas come from you? And think about life in general. When do your best ideas come to you? Your best ideas, your inspiration, not when you're actually thinking about it and trying to make it happen, right? It's when you're in the shower or zoning out or on a walk, and then all of a sudden this great idea pops into your head. And the same as when you journal, there's a part of your brain that gets turned off and you're in this free state of flow, right? And thought. And journaling, it also creates self-discipline. Keeping a gratitude journal, it strengthens your gratitude muscle. Just like you can't go to the gym once and do a few push-ups and expect to have beautifully toned arms. When you journal your gratitudes on a daily basis and from a place of inner transformation, I guarantee you that three, four months are going to go by and you are not even going to know yourself. And if you want to learn how to finally fall in love with journaling, I encourage you to register for the Journaling for Optimal Gratitude workshop. And you can go to pinkfortitude.com slash journaling, pinkfortitude.com slash journaling, and the link is in the show notes. All right, so let's recap for a minute. Gratitude rule number one to break in 2023 
is thinking that gratitude is just about being grateful. Rule number two to break is that journaling is optional. And what I'm going to share with you next is completely life-changing because it goes against the grain of conventional thinking. So listen closely. The third and final gratitude rule to break in 2023 is that you need to do it alone. There is close to 8 billion people on this planet. Every single one of us has unlimited access to gratitude every single minute of the day. Everyone has the ability to practice gratitude on their own. They can make a list in the morning, in the evening. They can say thank you. They can feel grateful in the moment. But if that's the case, then why is it that when individuals first join my Pink Fortitude community, 75% of you say that either gratitude doesn't work for you or that you're not worthy of gratitude. And it's not just the regular stressors of life. But now if you have a significant health challenge, it brings its friends along, anxiety, fear, Anger, depression, being dismissed, not being heard, financial stress, relationship stress, feeling abandoned, shame, guilt, all of these things added together, right? Let's go back to the question I asked you in the first rule. How is gratitude working for you when you do it on your own? Are you feeling grateful in the moment or are you experiencing total inner transformation that has completely changed your life, your health, your overall well being? If your answer doesn't include something along the lines of gratitude has completely changed my life, then let me ask you a few questions. Is this okay with you? Or do you want something more? When you want to change your nutrition, are you the kind of person who has done it on your own? Or would you get better results working with a nutritionist or a health coach? If you want to get into better shape, are you the kind of person who has the discipline to do it on your own? Or would you get better results working with a personal trainer? If you're experiencing relationship problems, are you better off figuring it out on your own or seeking a counselor or a therapist? And you might be a do-it-yourselfer. And that's awesome if you have the knowledge and the discipline and the time to figure it out on your own. But if you aren't seeing results, then it might be time to work with a coach so that you can focus on that inner transformation, on releasing the anger, on getting in control of your emotions, on overhauling your entire health and well-being. When you pay for something, you pay attention. When you invest in coaching, you have skin in the game. You're also going to be more accountable. Your health isn't just nutrition or just exercise or just sleep or just one-sided. Your health is complex and interwoven and everything that you do in one category is going to affect all the other areas. Gratitude is the conductor of the orchestra and it puts it all together and it does it in a way that's going to create permanent and lasting changes. Research from the Harvard Business Review shows that by working with a coach, you'll see 50%, 50% greater results than if you go at it alone. A coach helps to collapse time for you. A coach helps you to see your blind spot. A coach has experience to help you get from point A to point B faster than you can ever do it by any other method. Every single one of the clients who I coach have seen results. One of my favorite success stories is my client who went from never leaving her home because she was too exhausted to taking walks outside of nature almost every day of the week. And this was in her first 30 days. Coaching isn't for everyone and that's okay. In either case, I am here to help you move forward. 
you can hit the follow button where you're listening to this podcast and get your weekly dose of inspiration right here. Or if you want to break this rule of doing it on your own and you're ready to work with a coach to help you get started, then hit me up and let's chat. And if you're in that place where you're ready to break some rules this year, if you're willing to raise your hand and say, I am ready to do what it takes, but I need someone to help me get there, then it's time to chat. I'm here to be your gratitude coach and your mentor, and I'm super excited to be on this journey with you. And if you want to find out how much gratitude and grit that you have, be sure to take the quiz and you can find that at pinkfortitude.com slash quiz. And the link is also in the show notes. And when you take the quiz, you'll receive personalized gratitude and mindset resources to get you started to reverse the cycle of disease and take control of your health and your life. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of Gratitude Builds Fortitude. It has truly been my honor to spend this time with you and I will see you in 2023. Happy New Year. Can we have some real talk here for a minute? Just between us girls. Can we have a conversation about what the end of the day looks like? I'm talking about that moment when you've crossed off all the things on your list. Okay, they're not all completed, but you're done for the day. And when I say done for the day, I mean you are done and you sit on the couch to actually relax for a few minutes before bedtime. You know that moment of pure bliss when your bum hits the couch cushion and then you sit back in this heap of exhaustion. You pull the blanket over your legs, literally breathe for the first time all day. And it's not, it's not even one minute later. And it's your spouse. Hey, hon, your kid, mom, or you pick up the phone to scroll on social media and then your boss sends you an email you need to respond to, or you see something that like, oh shoot, I forgot to do something that can't wait for tomorrow. And then the dog's doing the potty dance because spouse or kid never took them for a walk, even though you asked them to. And it's that moment that you feel this resentment fill your body. And then you probably feel guilt on top of it because this is the life that you've always dreamed of. You've got a great career and a great family. So you might be wondering, why do I feel so drained? Why is my life sucking every ounce of energy out of my body? I'm here to tell you that the world is not going to crumble if you say yes to yourself, but you will eventually crumble if you don't. You deserve to take care of yourself and your health. And it begins by saying yes to you, which is probably the hardest yes that you're ever going to say. And that's why I created a very special private podcast series. It's called Your Comeback Experience. And it's specifically for you, the woman who has a track record of success in everything that you do, but you are burned out and something's still missing. And somewhere along the way, your health got pushed to the side. It's a secret podcast, meaning it's not public. You need to have an invitation to access it. And I want to invite you. So to get this free private podcast delivered right to your inbox, click on the link in the show notes or go to podcastholly.com. Super easy to remember, podcastholly.com. The link is also in the show notes.